Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing in the Invisible. I think you're in for a treat today. I've got Phil Pallon, and Phil is, well, first of all, g'day, Phil, from, welcome, g'day from Down Under. Where, where about you hanging out? Because I believe you are a, a man of many cities. That is always the question. No one asks me how I am. They ask me where I am. Today, I'm in <laughs> Lisbon, Portugal. And where else do you inhabit? Florida somewhere? Yeah, I'm Canadian. Uh, but ah, based in the U.S., right. but I've been digital, digitally nomading for over five years, oh. well before the pandemic. So this oh, is what oh, I'm used oh, to. Oh, 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 sounds like fun. Pandemics aside, for those of you who don't know Phil, his stuff is freaking awesome. I had a look at his website. I was blown away. He's a personal branding expert. He's a keynote speaker. His non-conventional approach. And you just got to go to his website, folks, and have a look at it. We'll give the URL in a moment. There's non-conventional approach to digital marketing and talent for social media just sets him apart. He's built a global audience. We're fortunate to have him on the show. Phil, thank you again for being here. Title is How Branding Can Be Your Secret Weapon. Phil's going to show us how that can become a reality in your business in less than seven minutes. Phil, our time starts now, sir. Question number one, who is your ideal client? Sure. I appreciate that amazing intro. My ideal client is a busy working professional. I'd say usually women, probably three women to one man, but my site gives a good kind of window into that. They're busy working professionals that have achieved the majority of their success on their own. Mm. They reach a point where it's really helpful to have some outside input to navigate that next step. How would you, question two, six and a half minutes left, how would you define the problem that you solve for these professionals? Yeah, so the problem is, I'd say, uncertainty on what to do next because my client's very unique. Personal branding means mm. that they are the brand, they are the right. product. Right. Because it's them, they're too close to it. The purpose that I serve is I hold a mirror in front of them and I say, look, this is who you are. This is how it looks. Here's what I'm seeing. And also what I've learned from helping over 300 people like you, mm. here's what I think we need to do to get to the next step. And here's, you know, it's, it's a collaboration. It's not just me telling them what to do, but I really hold that mirror for them. That's how I solve the problem. And there's a few things. I mean, I guess collaboration, kind of like a dance, you're both bringing something to the party, so to speak, but, yes. but they're working with your experience, but with their personality, with their vision, with their ethics, with their values. But but as a recipe, mixing your experience with theirs together, the, the, some of the stuff is just magical. And you're really Thank you. taking their uniqueness, this is what I noticed from your website, their uniqueness and their professionalism and making their book cover, so to speak, look as good as what's actually in the book. That's my take on it. You know? So they've probably had yes. brilliant at what they do, that. but haven't always had the yeah. book cover to match it. And how do we judge yes. a book? By its cover, right? Should we? Probably not, but we do. And you solved that problem. So let's have a look at question number three, five minutes left. What are some of the typical symptoms of this problem? How does someone know they, they need more of what you've got? Oh, sure. I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. And I think the, the symptom, the most typical symptom is an awareness that they've evolved as a business owner, as a professional in real life. But that evolution has not happened online. Someone will go to their website and it doesn't quite communicate all of right. the exciting things that are happening now. I'm a big believer that personal branding really is the art 
of achieving consistency between who you are and how you show up online or, you know, in person and making sure that evolution happens online. Absolutely. Mm. That's a symptom. Are you quite fussy about who you take on as a client? Yes. I know that's not on the list of questions I gave you, but but I just imagine (laughs) just looking at work, it looks to me like you're taking on people that you feel are genuinely going to be a fit. Because I feel yeah, a lot of, I really it, need people to let me do my job. Yeah. So I don't take on a client that's going to just start to bark orders. They're better to work with a graphic designer that's a lot less expensive. <laughs> my best work, the ones that end up, Tom, on my website are people that trust me from but, the beginning. They're people that I'm so aware and trusting that they're going to let me do my job. Right. So, and, and on the other hand, they're not so passive that you don't get anything from them. Like you said before, it's like exactly. you're both bringing something to the party. Nice. That's yeah, the sweet spot. Yeah, they have to spot. care. Yeah, at, at care and contribute and so on. But but okay, cool. Yeah. So that explains why there's such consistent, consistent. And I don't want to over, over you know, over, overstroke your ego if that's possible. But but that explains why there's <laughs> such a consistent theme of brilliance coming through in the Thanks. in the profiles of the individuals on your website. We will get to the URL in a moment, folks. I know you're keen to get there. What would you say, Phil, question number four, and we've got three minutes left, what would you say is one or two of the common mistakes that people make when they're wanting to solve the personal branding challenge? Yes, very simple. When I approach this process, position your brand, build something to show for it, and then stick the for sale sign up front of the house and promote it, the mistake that people make is they jump too quickly to that final stage. They try and stick a for sale sign out front of a house that doesn't have a roof, which Mm. means they're only going to get a fraction of the value that they deserve. So what does that look like in commercial terms in their business? They like a new website without doing the branding first. Is that the sort of thing you mean? Absolutely. Yeah. It could be not really going through the thorough process of positioning their brand, really being aware of what is something I love to do and how am I positioning it to appeal to what people need right right through all the visual components, photography, color, typography, all Mm. of that, you know, sticking old, old photos. It's like putting old wrapping paper on a new gift. Right. So really my process is very thorough and set so that we get that end product. Streamlined. Thank you for that. Question five, 90 seconds left, so I better, I better shut up. One valuable free tip, a top tip someone could take, not going to solve the problem, but it might start them in the right direction. Sure. I'm going to reiterate the process that people should follow regardless of industry. Position your brand. So that's a combination of what is something you love paired with something others need. Build something to show for it. Step mm. two, photography, brand identity, website. Finally, promote sticker for sales sign up front of that house that social media content strategy Super seo outline. anything you do to get in front of the right people excellent outline thank you so let's help folks with this i'm going to answer question number six for the sake of time a valuable free resource to folks to help you with all of that go to phil pallen p-a-l-l-e-n.co forward slash freebies there is pages of amazing stuff to help you on your way there Phil, last question, sir, 34 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? Oh, gosh, I actually did not prepare this one. The one question you should have asked me. I don't know, Tom, you've done a really good job of asking questions. The one thing you haven't done is a good job of of not talking a lot. You keep asking yeah, more true. questions that are not that's on true. the list. Good. I'm trying to give you short answers, Tom. And then G- you're like, but what about this? G- guilty as charged. Phil Pallant, thank you much for your inspiration and your insights. <laughs> Cheers, Thank everyone. you. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Bye.
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.